Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Here with Steve All, I'm Jennifer Perry. And if you have some questions for us that you'd like us to address here on the podcast, we love hearing from you. You can always find us online and drop us that email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com. Steve, I know a lot of people will be receiving a $1,200 check as part of the whole stimulus package that was approved by Congress during this crisis. So for those who don't need that money, though, right away, any recommendations for maybe what they should be doing with it? I think the biggest thing that should be done with it is emergency fund, emergency cash. Mm -hmm. I am a big fan of that 80-10-10 rule. If you have an income, 10% go to your retirement, 10% go to a charity of your choice and you learn to live on 80. But right now with this 1200, I think the biggest one is I like to have $1,000 cash sitting around Mm -hmm. because if I have $1,000 in cash, usually under most emergencies, the washer goes out, the dryer goes out, the car needs fixed. If I got $1,000 in cash, it's not really a stressor at that point because I have the availability to do that. So I think your emergency fund is very important. If you really don't need it, think about donating it. There are a lot of people out there in this current environment in a lot of need. So if you have that good emergency fund for yourself, if you have the availability that you're going to probably not lose your job during this time frame, think about those that do need it right now and possibly donate it to a charity. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea because a lot of people out there are in worse shape than maybe some of us who are able to keep our jobs at this time. So some great tips there. And I know that one provision of that whole new stimulus package from Congress actually waives our required minimum distributions for 2020. IRA expert Ed Slot tells Morningstar that this is really good news for retirees. The big thing here, remember, your 2020 RMD is based on the balance as of 1231.19 when the Dow was around 28,000. So if not for this relief, probably a lot more money would have to come out. The calculation would be the same. The percentage would be a lot more, resulting in a larger tax bill on value that's no longer there. So this sounds like great news if you don't need the money, especially, Steve. But uh, is there anything we can also do to think about reducing those RMDs maybe in the future? You know, as Ed put it, the break on the RMDs, you know, moving it back to 72 and now all of a sudden you don't even have to take it this year can be very advantageous because as it was stated, and that is the common problem of required minimum distributions, it's at the balance of the year before. So if you have a negative market, you know, not necessarily as drastic as the one we currently have, but if you have a negative market, you're pulling that money out and your opportunity cost for growth in the future has really been hit. Mm -hmm. So we, we look at that and then I like to say, if you, we don't have to take that required minimum distribution this year and our IRA accounts are lower because taxes is the thing that most of us are concerned with, right now is a great opportunity for Roth conversions. Hmm. If we can sit here and take that IRA account, and I don't care if we take 50000 100000 you pick the number. But if I take 50000 now and move it from an IRA account to a Roth IRA account, I will pay tax on that $50,000. But when the market returns, when it goes up, then I'm going to get that growth tax-free versus tax-deferred. So it can be very advantageous for the future because, as I like to put it, 
where do you think taxes will be in the future? Uh-huh. I have almost nobody tell me today that they believe taxes are going to be lower. Right. Remember, in, at the end of 2025, if Congress doesn't make the current one permanent, we go back to the rates from 2017, which are higher than the rates that we're currently paying. Mm-hmm. We build a whole thing around tax efficiency. How can you be more tax efficient in retirement? One of those tools is Roth conversions. This could be a wonderful time to actually shift dollars from the tax deferred accounts to the tax free accounts because we didn't have that chance when we started saving. Yeah. It was only tax deferred. People today might have the opportunity, but the larger dollars right now are sitting in those IRAs and 401ks. Roth conversions might be a very good thing. If you haven't thought about it, give me a call. If you have, let's look at a strategy to make it work for you. Have a retirement question you'd like Steve to address on the podcast? Drop us an email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com. Well, if you're wondering whether this pandemic will delay your monthly Social Security benefit, the answer is no. But Social Security offices are closed Scammers, of course, are plentiful, so be aware of that. But, uh, Steve, do you see this market decline changing maybe our Social Security strategies in any way? I think it's going to force a lot of people to look at taking Social Security earlier, and that might not be the best for them in the long run. Ah. Somebody that's turning 62 this year, if they were going to have $2,000 at full retirement age, which for them is 66 and eight months. If they start at 62, they're only gonna get $1,434. Okay. A very big decline. If they wait till they're 70 to take Social Security, they get $2,533. Wow, big difference. So you got a 76% increase by delaying from 62 to 70. So we want to be careful. It can't be done in a vacuum. We like to give people the social security analysis that shows what happens if I file early? What if I wait till full retirement age? What if I delay? And it gives a lot of information that can make that more sense. And it gives that break even point. And in a lot of cases, if you live past 78 or 79 years old, delaying your social security is the best thing that you can possibly do. Hmm. So if you've got longevity on your side, delaying's very important. And it's also best when we look at it for the larger earner of the two to delay their social security because when one of the spouses passes away, that's the amount that stays. So we have to look at it two different ways. And I'll go ahead and say something. Be careful with the scammers out there. Oh, yeah. I can promise you the government will not contact you with a text message or an email. Don't touch those links. Be very careful because they are abundant out there right now. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. and 3 p.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.